0: Casters, this is R Bar with the Drive Time podcast on a special episode, 9/11, 2017. Now, this is in, in America, a a day we will never forget. I, I'll, I will never forget. I was in college. I was a junior in college during 9/11. It was early in the morning, and uh, a guy named Jay Fong was banging on all of our doors. I lived in the Thompson Hall. And he said, hey, man, this is World War III. And I opened up the door, and I'm like, what are you talking about, man? We turned on the TV. Just couldn't believe my eyes. Planes uh, crashing into the World Trade Center. It was chaos. They locked down the school. And my my college was in California. But they locked down the school, and I just remember I was being a punk, man. I was, I was making fun. Um, I really didn't understand the impact of things. I made fun of a lot of things when I was younger because I just wasn't in touch with reality. So I made light of situations, I made jokes, and um, wasn't taking it, I, I didn't see the magnitude of this thing, the, realizing that over 3,000 people had died, and it was, but I look back, in fact, I uh, I taught a class today on suicide uh, prevention, and, because uh, it's Suicide Prevention Month, where I, in the community where I work, and one, one gal in the class said, well, I was in kindergarten when it happened, and I'm like, Holy smokes! No, but it, but it's changed. It's changed us. So the progression that happened right away, the, like the world—not the world, but the U.S. unified. I remember billboards. Um, just months after, there was this like unity campaign, and there was a hug, hug somebody campaign. I was coaching wrestling at a, at a local high school, and there was this hug somebody campaign and hold a hand campaign and billboards all over the freeways all over the I-5 and the 4-5 or of people holding hands and coming together and unite, uniting and even in, even in public, secular, public high schools this guy, I remember this guy uh, speaking and uh, he would just say everybody needs a hug and so we came together and it wasn't until a few years until, well, we kind of forgot uh, we kind of forgot that that happened and uh, we just went right back into our old ways it was was really interesting Um, that that hug campaign went away that unity campaign went away it seems like uh, big shaking events bring us together and then it just takes a while before it dissipates and you know a little bit I think that that happens um, because people want to be part of movements I think when someone's trying to find their identity, when they lack what their true identity is, they find, um, they tend to find their identity in movements. So, I mean, little, little rabbit trail here. I don't want to be part of a movement. I just, I want to be Christ in me. You know, Christ living through me. Uh, Christ living, being able to express himself through me. I'm the embodiment of Christ. That I don't want to be a part of... Even I just read that book, uh, The Next Christians. I think it's awesome. But I don't want to be um, just part of some movement. I, I want Christ in me. I want me crucified with Christ. No longer I who live, but Christ lives in me. So, going back to 9-11, this one question that always comes up every single year, and it's called, in philosophy, the problem of evil. And I've been writing about this, I mean, every year since. For the past 16 years, I've been writing um, specifically for 9-11, answering the question, if God's so all-loving and if God is so all-powerful, then why would He allow this to happen? And I've answered that with... The the answer to the problem of evil is God granting free will. Like, He loves us so much, He doesn't turn us into robots and say, you will obey. He he loves so much, He doesn't force His will upon others and override their volition. That's that's the... uh, Well, bad people do those things. I mean, not bad people, uh, people who believe lies do those things and they override people's volition. God doesn't do that. And He goes, man, I I want you to love me, I want you to serve me, but if you want to reject the truth and buy lies, of course you're going to fly planes into buildings and kill innocent people. That's the kind of stuff that happens. So on the other hand, I'm I'm a sovereignty guy. I believe God is behind everything. I mean literally permits what he will permit um, causes what he will cause I mean even at the end of Job it says all the evil that the Lord caused upon Job I mean how do you how do you reconcile that other than to believe that God's behind everything so I'm okay going either way that God's behind things happening because he's God and I'm not and he's transcendent and he is not limited limited to like what I'm capable of understanding um, so I could go both ways there. But I think when... Here's here's where the rubber meets the road. In your workplace, in your class, in your place of play, in your place of work, people are going to say, if God's all-loving, then why would He? I, I, I don't care who's saying that. I want to be able to respond in love and say, well, tell, tell me about it. What do you think God should be like? That's simple. That's non-threatening response, right? It's like, so, okay, I get it. Yeah, you're... you're you're angry at, at, at that notion of God, that if He's so if He's omnipotent, all-powerful, He's omniscient, all-knowing, and if He's omnibenevolent, all-loving, then why wouldn't He just stop that? I, I would say roll with that conversation and say, tell me more, man. We don't need to respond in anger. Just say, tell me more. What should God be like? And then you can blow them away with something like, let me, let me change the subject a little bit. You know, you're saying this to them. Like, you say... What if you could be free from every negative thought that you've ever had? I mean, think about how liberating that would be. What, what if your wife never owed you anything and you were freed up to love her and to look her in the eyes and to pray with her and to serve her with nothing in return, with no expectation of anything in return? How, how does that sound to you? And that kind of conversation will lead to the gospel, but I'm, I'm just obsessed with freedom. I'm obsessed with freedom in Christ, with identity as a child of God, identity of, of being created in the image of God, for the mission of God, the Imago Day for the for the Missio Day. So, as people throw these big things your way, let's just turn them around. Let's take their thoughts captive and make them obedient to Christ. And sort of like a boxer, right? I'm, I'm not going to take a hit or punch their punch. I'm just going to. I'm just going to hook and jab. I'm, I'm going to dodge things. I'm going to roll with it. Roll with the punches. People are going to come after you. And I, and I would suggest entertain it. Ah, God's God's a, ah, what would he allow? Dude, I hear you, man. Tell me. Tell me about it. You, you can, my ears can be graves for you to bury whatever issues you have with God. And then begin healing. Because you sound bitter, bro. You sound bitter. And I don't know if I'll bust out the, uh, well, if you don't believe God exists, how can you hate him? That's kind of weird. I might not go there anymore. I used to go there in the past. So anyways, repeating myself. Roll with it. Let people say whatever they want to say about God and then turn it right back around. Are you tired yet? You want to be free. And then you lead them to Jesus. You let, you let them know. Are you, they, but they have to be tired. And if they're not tired, they're just going to keep rolling. Let them run out of gas. Anyways, love you, Fabcasters. Always be ready to give a reason for the faith that you have, for those who ask you to give a reason for the faith that you have. And if they're not asking, ask yourself why. But let your light shine. Let your countenance reflect the love of God. And let people come to you and ask, so, So what's your take? That's a beautiful thing. Alright, Fabcasters, love you guys. That's why I share the gospel as well as my life. Go and do the same. Love you. Bye.